0: everybody how are you thank you for listening to another episode of is this what we doing kina yeah oh hell yeah so i thought i would share my dna results back with you so if anybody knows me personally i always wanted to do it like i always wanted to know like just a hint of where you know my people are from Africa is such a large continent that we don't always know where we're from Like we just don't and as african-american person we want to know like is, is it just me there's some of us who want to know and then there's some of us who definitely go through extreme measures, y'all hear me, extreme measures to say that they are not African, okay, now this is not everyone, I don't want anybody, brothers and sisters who are listening in other countries to think that this is everyone but it is what it is. I drop knowledge and I spit facts, right? This is—is is this what we doing, Kina? Right? Yeah, this is what we doing because this this matters, right? So, you do have people out there who don't—African people, Black American people—who were victims of how should I put it, brainwashing. Due to slavery, right? So, of course, we all know the trauma of the house slave and the field slave. We know that we know the trauma, right? And I need you to understand the same way that the Holocaust transmuted the DNA. Of the Jewish brothers and sisters is the same way that slavery transmuted the DNA of the African American I need you to understand this especially my brothers and sisters from abroad we were a people that was bred so a lot of things that you see, you do have a lot of us, because I know I'm going to get some slack back, and not listen, you could come step to me, I really don't care, for real. But I drop knowledge and I spit facts. So you have a lot of us here, and people be like, that me, He's not me, then no, fuck you, okay? I'm playing, 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 quit playing, quit playing. So you'll have a group of us here that have always identified with Africa. From the time we learned about Africa and we saw a whole continent of people who look just like us. And then you have some group of us here who be like, I ain't African. Yeah, you'll have that. And then you'll have a group of people who will just because they have a slight bend or wave in their hair or the texture of their hair is not like other 4C, you know, African American hair they would say they are Indian in their family. A lot of African American people in the United States of America and you could come step to me if you want to. I get Indian in my family. Right? Because they have a bend or a wave of a curl in the hair. Okay? So I personally at first I did not want to take my DNA testing because in my heart of hearts I really felt in my soul that my people were from Ghana. And I'm going to tell you why. And, and I just identified so well with the people from Ghana. And um, I looked at them and they looked like me, you know, and I, the food, the first time I had foo fufu, I knew i was eating the right food (laughs) i knew i was like oh this is this is it right here this is that taste i've been looking for and it felt like second nature to my palate and i loved it right same way with caribbean food etc etc but when i taste the food from ghana i was like oh this is that shit right here like this is this is it this is what the other people is trying to do you know, and I identified with it, the, the spinach. I used to deal with this guy and his sister used to cook, and she would make this spinach, and it was just amazing. And she would put um, the heron fish in the jollof. It was amazing. And, you know, I grew up with heron, because my grandmother always ate heron fish. I grew up with codfish. We grew up with this stuff, because this is what, you know, southerners ate, believe it or not, right? Because I know Caribbean people are like, what? Yeah, what? Yeah, they ate that. Okay, so... My grandmother's first generation Southerner. But my grandmother people were of light in complexion, etcetera, light eyes, etcetera, etcetera, etc. Cetera. I went to a family reunion with them and did not look like anybody in there to the point where I backed out the door and I was like, I think I'm in the wrong place And one of the old folk said she told me come here just like that. She ain't had no respect for me and she said, Who you belong to? So I told her my grandmother's name. She said, You look like her. And I'm thinking, No, I don't my grandma was real light with like light color hair. Like and she I don't look like her. I'm dog skinned. I live in Queens, right? So you know, I always think about that when I say I'm dog skinned, I do the run DMC, right? So I'm thinking, alright, and she was like, No, 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 you're in the right place. Come on in. Come on in and then she told me she was like my grandmother's children they, they separated by clans in the family and my grandmother's children was Nellie's clan and that was Nellie's my great grandmother um, who was also very light in complexion like her family with the hair color like her family and eyes like her family right and she said to do me a favor and I said yes ma'am because I wasn't going to be beat by a distant cousin elder auntie I was just going to do whatever she told me to do because that's what you do. You don't say nothing. You just say, okay, because you don't want to, child, listen. Okay, I'm with the elders. So she said, I need you to go back and bring that clan because they're the only one who's missing. So we were missing. We were up north in New York and they was in the south and we were missing. I did end up bringing a busload of them down a few family reunions later, but that's a whole nother story. I will get into it one day, but it was a lot that happened at that, that, ooh, it was a lot. So, I'm saying this to say, I never understood why my grandmother would always say to me, you are a beautiful black child. And she would say, Look at your leg. Look at you. You just made so well. This is what my grandmother told me. So, y'all know I thought I was cute, right? Okay. You couldn't tell me nothing because my grandmother told me I was beautiful. My mother told me I was beautiful. And couldn't nobody tell me other than that. Okay. But it was not until I had got older that I experienced, like, you know, I did experience colorism. I got called dark names as a kid and um by dark-skinned people it was bizarre and i never i did not even give a shit i'll tell you the honest truth because is my color there's nothing i can do i never grew up saying i don't want to be dark-skinned black or black i never wanted that um i do have native cousins I have full native cousins but those are cousins that's not my grandmother's maternal line right so I would never say I was Native American because my cousin Sean is Native American and clearly he looks like a Native American they carry the customs they do their thing that's what they are those are my cousins right it just is what it is so with um definitely with my grandmother she always complimented me and told me how beautiful I was so I never had an issue like I would hear shit never and, and I remember this boy told me oh um, the only reason why you cute is because you have dimples. That's what he told me, and I ran to my mother. My mother was a thug, right? So she was like, "Fuck that shit, Keith. do fuck him. Fuck him. I'm telling you now. Fuck him." And she would. Get, she got very upset about that, right? Y'all excuse my language and shit, but she got upset about that, and she was. But I didn't know the lengths that colorism went because I wasn't really, honestly, in the middle of that shit. My mother was very light-skinned, my father's dark-skinned, so I came out dark-skinned, my sister came in the middle, so we just never, honestly, like, me and my sister have the same dimples, whatever, and then my sister started coming up with this stuff, talking about she was, we're Native American, she said some relative told her that, and I was like, I don't think we're Native American, and she was like, why? And I was like, well, if you're looking at our cousins, they're Native, but I don't know if we are, I don't, I don't feel that. And she was like, "No." Then she was giving on history and blah blah blah, um, saying that that there was Native blood in us, right? Now we do have a full head of hair um, that is curly when wet with water. Um, that's just out here. It's it's out here, but it doesn't mean that you're Native American. My sister has all the way down her back. Um, my daughter's here, They have a lot of hair. I have a lot of hair um it don't grow past my shoulders though it might go almost to the middle of my back and then you know and i'm still mad about that but <laughs> but being the dark skinned girl with the curly hair you know what i'm saying so i not whirler curls not wear the curls but just you know a full a very full head of hair so let's debunk that myth black women have their own hair a lot of it now what happens is, and I'm going to get into this is a whole nother podcast, so I'm not going to go nowhere, but this is what she believed. I never felt that. I used to go to the powwows. I did all those things, and I never felt it. I didn't feel the music. When I would be, when we danced with the Yoruba High Priestess, I felt that i felt the music she's like Kenny, take off your shoes i could feel that in my soul um, we did a tribute to the ancestors one year and it was just amazing i mean okay it was a sunny hot day all right and i'm going off topic and i'm gonna go back it was a sunny hot day on coney island beach every june the first weekend of june there's a tribute to the ancestors it's not just the yoruba that's there you have the people who do santeria and all those things they're there they're drumming on one side the yoruba is on the other side the high priestess is doing her thing right and the high priestess at the time was cheryl byron rest in peace rest in peace and the dance group was called something positive and she used to reach out to the young people she was a professor my professor in college and that's how we met um, so we would go and, and dance and add this tribute to the ancestors. Certainly, there's something amazing that happens. The ancestors come from out the water. It's a way of letting them know that we forgive you. We know you jumped over and we're letting you know that we made it here. Every time I think of it, I get chills. But it's our way of letting them know we forgive you, we know you faced the unknown and you jumped over and we will never forget you and we are paying tribute and homage to you. So what you do is you go down to the water and you throw your white roses into the water to let them know we forgive you, we love you, we are here, we made it, your children have made it. Chow when that happened the first time, Cheryl looked at me and she, we, there was a giant orisha at the time, I didn't know it was mommy water and it was huge. And the kids danced first and they came out and then the adults came and that's when everything happened she looked at me and she said get up on top of that boardwalk and don't you come down here right so i was like i ain't gonna go down there. i don't know what the hell is going on but i was pregnant at the time she said no pregnant women down here i didn't know so that year we did it and we left and blah 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 so the next year time to do it again we did all the practices (laughs) we did everything this time I'm not pregnant I'm going down to the mother-effing water me my horrible self i jumped down over the top of the boardwalk now you know the boardwalk, you could jump off of the rail and jump down or go down the steps she i jumped down because i felt it i felt the drums i felt the spirit so me and my mother went running down here and lord we went running back because things started jumping into people it was some weird stuff going on in that beach and i felt that so i know the difference in the feeling between going to the powwow when they're doing spiritual things and we're going with the Yoruba right and if i felt the difference my mom felt the difference we knew all right this is this is something right here you know we're here with them we are right here and present so i never felt a native sign I've always got people asking me, what country, where you from? Like thinking I'm from some parts of the Caribbean. I think I'm from Brooklyn. What? Like not Brooklyn, right here, Brooklyn. This is where I'm from, born and raised. I'm like, really? Oh, okay. And they will always think I'm from someplace else. So I always wanted to do my DNA, but there was a side of me that just was scared. And don't ask me why. (laughs) I was just scared. So I did finally do it one of my friends gave me the courage to do it because she also was told that she was native american and she wasn't she's like 98 percent you know african so there's no there's no uh <laughs> There's no native, and it just shows you that, you know, people are coming out with these new myths, and they're trying to say that Middle Passage didn't happen, and how there was already African people here, which we there is evidence that they came before Columbus. You're talking about people who were master navigators. There is evidence, but in the groves in which we were putting those slave ships, for all the people to say... Who, who have the theory that we were already here and the slave ships were impossible. Don't don't you ever believe that. They even have the Moore. Um, I don't have his name. Um, I, I want to say I would look it up before I publish this, but I kind of want to pre-publish it. Shoot. Well, anyway, there was a Moore who traveled with Christopher Columbus. He traveled. He was a master... Um, uh, I don't even know the word, but he was a master navigator, I guess you could say. And he traveled with them and he showed them. Yes, they have had contact with these people. We could tell because in um, they came with the book that came before Columbus. You can clearly see the statues and the faces. These were African people. You could clearly see what they were. You definitely, because there was no... Um, Hinting around that shit But in the groves That the people came in In the groves The way they did that They wasn't here already No, no So it's fair to say Because they did come And take over someone's land That they were There was people here Of course there was natives here Indigenous people Were here Right? But it was not those slaves it wasn't the africans that came through slavery like if that makes any sense right so i did my dna and i'm gonna read it to you so i am 90 90 90.1 sub-saharan african yes see i knew that right i knew that um look at look at his skin okay Uh, but i am 40.3 percent nigerian and that's what got me i said nigeria okay so then i did more research they said in the 1700s alone there was 3.6 million nigerians stolen from nigeria and brought to america so a lot of African-Americans are walking around here with Nigerian blood. And if you, if you look at the people from Nigeria as well as Ghana, uh, Sierra Leone, um, Liberian people, which Liberia will get into a lecture on that alone. Um, but if you look into, look at those people, they look like us. Our customs are semi the same. Whatever we could hold on to um, are the same. Like for instance, I belong to my mother's family. Now, some families belong, some cultures, I believe the Ibu, the father, the child belongs to the father. And wherever culture I'm from, we belong to the mother. I always know. I love my father's family. I do with all my heart. And I look at them, I know I see myself, right? But I know where I belong. I belong to my grandmother's family. I do. So, uh, of course, um, 15.8% Ghanaian, um, from Ghana, Liberia, and Sierra Leone. Um, we have some um, Senegambian, Ghanaian, and um, broadly West African, 11%, Congolese, South America, Angola. So, basically, all through West Africa. We have um, East Africa also, but definitely Congolese um and uh, I want to say <laughs> in southern um East Africa okay so that that gives you a good roundabout um number and 8.6 percent European which you know, if you look, and I, I, it's funny because with 23 and me, they'll show you your European cousins, but we all know that most African Americans, because of the slave trade, they do have a European, you know, white relatives and, and, and white blood. It's it's just, just how it is. But what got me was the, the 40.3% Nigerian um, that got me. So basically with 23 and me, they can let you know um they give you a nice time frame as to when this all happened so as i'm looking i'm trying to pull it up right now and of course it's gonna make me look crazy hold on let me try to get <laughs> of course it's gonna make me look crazy but i'm trying to pull it up now which i should have had this ready y'all know i'm not professional right <laughs> i'm not professional okay so (laughs) the results are in I had to edit this which I'm not good at that but I I was reading it wrong to you guys so I just want to get into this Nigerian time frame I have for you so apparently between the year of 1850 I had a grandparent great-great-grandparent or second great-grandparent who was 100% Nigerian how does that make me feel amazing right and it was a female you know and she was Nigerian what did we say about that, right? <laughs> Amazing. And between the um, 1820 and 1880, I had a great-great-grandparent, or second great-grandparent, or third great-grandparent, who was 100% British and Irish so it makes sense right and between the years of 1820 and 1880 I had a second great-grandparent or third great-grandparent that was born between 1820 and 1880 and they were um, Angolian and Congolese all right, so let me go down to another one. I'm only gonna do just a few lines, even though I don't care if y'all are all up in my business. I really don't care because I wanna encourage people to do this. And now we go going to the 1700s. Between 1760 and 1850, uh, it says you were most likely to had a second great grandparent or third great grandparent slash Fourth great-grandparent or fifth great-grandparent who was 100% Ghanaian, Liberian, and Sierra Leone. Now, after that, it goes into Scandinavia between the 1730s and the 1820s in Germany between the 1700s. So I guess that will definitely be on the other line. And then we have the Spanish and Portuguese i'm focusing i guess mostly on the nigerian because that's the largest percent um that i carry in my body <laughs> what's up niger what's up what's up whiskey come get me davido check me out <laughs> tiwa what's going on we, we good we good no we real good but most of all i want to get burner boy <laughs> Now, first of all, if any of you in the United States have heard Burner Boy's music, he's a Nigerian artist. If you heard his music, his swag, everything is good, it's perfect. I think, uh, no matter of fact, I think I know Puffy and he produced his last album, but he was great before Puff. You know, Puff just was like, Look, like, we connecting, we getting together. Um, and that's my take on it, but I'm saying this to say, just knowing. What she went through That she was 100% Nigerian Right Knowing what she went through Yo (laughs) It's a humbling experience She did all of this So I could be here She was 100% Nigerian Right It's it's touching It's touching Now when you think about it You could think like Well maybe She was a It's a possibility that she didn't come through the book. Maybe she was born here by two Nigerian parents. Like, they don't get into that. But this goes strictly through my maternal line. And I'm just going to go with this story. And I'm staying with it. (laughs) I'm going to stay with it. A little woman was captured in slavery in Nigeria. Brought to America to be a slave, her DNA was changed through trauma. We don't know if she was a little girl, we don't know, we have no idea who she was. But just to let her know, as soon as I saw the results, maybe in a spiritual person, I just wanted her to know I was here. And I was, I call the mother. I said, mother, I am here. I made it. I will not carry in your, everything you went through will not go in vain. I've always carried myself with a certain dignity. And it was something about me that I knew I was different from people. I always knew that, you know, me being a nerd and shit. I always knew, no, it's not a little different about me, different from, and It just makes me further wonder who she was, because I tell you, I'm going to say it again. The first time I heard Afro Beast, the first time I heard the music, it it pulled me. Now, we do know that African music is the mother of all music, right? Are we going to get into that? Because I could do a whole podcast on the origins of music music and sound, right? Even the classical music that you hear has an African origin. Know that. Right, and I'll, I'll promise you, I would do a podcast on that. But I want to be exact. I can't freestyle with that one because you gotta know the origin of all music comes from Africa, right? Not saying that anybody can't put. Listen, see, this is the problem with us. This is the problem, right? And y'all know, I just had I took a break. I had a cucumber salad, so I got energy. This is the problem with us. When black people found out. Especially here what was made what was in Africa first and blah 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 they was like oh cause y'all take everything from it. No no genius if all civilization began in the continent that we call Africa right all civilization everyone okay everyone was they said started in Africa it was through the mitochondria DNA that they found this right this is not a myth it's not a story it's not a lie China had to go back to where Africa Japan had to go where back to Africa in fact you do know that they have black people in these countries that are outcasts in these countries right I could do a whole lecture on that too but you can look it up look up the black Japanese do not um, the first Shogun was black so we well, African so we want to um, understand these things and we want to do the research it's there it's, it's definitely there the ninjas right it, it was definitely there it's there Google it so we don't want to get into like oh, oh they took me from our culture no no people did travel and go to other places and when people mix together you had cultures collide no great example In Brooklyn, in Brooklyn, it's very common (laughs) for black people to eat Caribbean food just like it's a natural food to them, right? It's very common for black Americans to listen to reggae music like it's a natural music to them, right? We eat bacon saltfish. I make bacon saltfish, right? It's very common, very easy for me to make, right? We do these things, and I like corned beef and saltfish too, but I can't eat the corned beef like I used to because it's salt, but we it's it's a blended culture so we had spanish food we had caribbean food we had southern food everybody ate everything we we all blended and mixed together it's hard for me honestly to be and then of course you had italian food you had chinese food we had white friends we had chinese friends um so it's kind of hard for me. I can't be with just one race of people because I come from a melting pot. Does that mean that anybody took anything from us? No, it melted. Like, come on, let's let's get past that. Get on my nerves. You're on my nerves. I drop knowledge and I spit facts, but that don't. That's not to take anything away from any culture. Don't you do that? Don't you do that? Because every culture is a blessing. It's a blessing, but. I would advise anybody, especially African American people, to do their DNA. Do your DNA. And let me do. Did I do a rundown? Okay. I did edit this. So just bear with me, yo. Amateur. Amateur. I'm an (laughs) amateur. Okay. So I'm um, 90.1% Sub Saharan African. Yes. 70. 6% 6% west african as many black americans are or higher um 40.3 percent nigerian 15.8 percent ghanaian um liberian and sierra Leonean. right so that's ghana and sierra leone um 86 percent senegambian and ghanaian um 11.3 um, percent broadly west african which they really that's kind of like just a derivative of uh, the west you know of West Africa and 14.1 percent Congolese um 12 point um five percent angolian income um, Congolese and 0.2 percent southern east uh, east African and then you have the broadly again I'm 8.5 8.6 percent European which most African American, honestly, being more um, British and Irish than anything, right? Just a little Scandinavian, a little German, um, but being mostly um, British and Irish, because you know the British Irish, they, they were pretty close. They're pretty close. And those are the people who came here and enslaved, and, and enslaved people. So they had babies via rape, or be it just how it is. Um, with the, the black slaves. And that's how they created the house slaves. And then we got colorism because they were treated better. I mean, it, it just is what it is. I dropped knowledge and I spit fat. It just is what it is. But that um, that's my spew of it. And like I said, the mother, she survived and she made it here to make sure I came here. She didn't give up. She stayed and she took the course. She went through the Middle Passage, she passed through hell, Mm -hmm. the place where all the storms. Now you do know that the storms are created in Africa, those big storms that come and they take the route of Middle Passage before they come here, right? Our ancestors come visit us every year, right? And also in the summer, okay? So we do know that, right? Do we understand that? So. Now that I, when I see the storms coming, when I learned that, I said, oh my goodness. That's just amazing that those storms take the same route as middle passage. That's why they hit the Caribbean first and then they come over, right? So I know that she was a part of that. She was a part of that. And she she stayed the course for me to be here. I gotta be great. That means I gotta do more than what I'm doing. That's why I think everybody should Definitely go out there and do your DNA I did mine to 23andMe At least you'll get an idea Of what's going on Okay And that's it thank you for listening I just wanted to share that with you guys I truly appreciate you listening to me And this is a little lengthy <laughs> Alright so thank you so much And again this is not sponsored By 23andMe it's not i'm not sponsored by them um but i want to thank them for having this technology available the next dna test i'm gonna do is the african one i want to know the tribe if i can get to know the tribe i'm gonna be very happy yeah and i think it's called african ancestry or something like that but i'm definitely gonna do that one well all right y'all. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Is This What We Kina? Oh hell, Is This What We Doing Kina? Oh hell, yeah. We are doing DNA. Okay? <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye.